Hello, my little mistakers, and welcome to the Humor in Mistakes podcast with me, Justin McNeil. If you're a new listener, welcome. If you're an old listener, welcome back. I'm going to keep this quick because I'm on vacation, and I'm currently recording this at a bus station right now because the one I recorded before didn't work. No excuses, though. Um, this week we have Lauren Foster Lee. I'll repeat it again. I have the wonderful, amazing Lauren Foster Lee. Why did I repeat her name twice? Well, listen to the episode and you'll find out. I make mistakes too, guys. Sometimes I see extra letters in people's names. Maybe it's my dyslexia that's kicking in. I don't know. But I bounce back. Listen to the episode. It's a great one. Hello, my little mistakers. And it is time for Humor in Mistakes with McNeil, Andrew, and the lovely Lauren Forrester. What's going on? <laughs> First of all, can I, I'm sorry. How do I? It says it says Foster. It says Foster. First of all, you have invited me on your show, and you don't even get my name right. It says like, Foster. My name is Lauren Foster Lee. You, sir, you, I, sir. I was confused because I thought it was Lauren Lee. Is, it, is there beef already at the beginning of the podcast? No, there's no beef. I'm just saying. It says Foster in your email. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, you graduated from the University of Greensboro. Is that correct? Yes. Is that correct. Part, are we are we good? We're, we're, we're good here. Okay, we're, good we're, good here. Are we, we're warming up. We're, we're go- warming up. You okay. Know? You and I have performed improv together. Yeah. We've even acted together a little bit. When? Oh, oh drunk luck history. We've acted together. That's right, that's right. Also, now I'm hurt. I'm going to pull the same thing. I'm hurt. You don't know nothing about me either. I'm so sorry. That was February. This has been a long year. Fair it's enough. only September. Okay. Mm. Cooking up. <laughs> okay. Um, but thank you for coming on the show. Thanks for having me, guys. Uh, I first invited you on because I invited you like a year ago or so. You did. And I don't think you wanted to come on. I didn't. What changed? <laughs> Um, I still had the same feeling the okay. entire time. Forgetting but your last name probably doesn't help. That that didn't help. Okay. Um, but if I remember correctly, you were going to have me and someone else on at the same time. And I was like, oh, that actually would be kind of cool. Um, but then I didn't hear anything about it. So I was just like, oh, you know what? I nixed no it harm, because... No, no harm, no foul. That was like went 100% against my format. And at that time, I didn't do any types of changes or anything that made me uncomfortable. No. Now, if you present it to me, I'd walk both of you in and sit you down hand in hand. See, I appreciate growth, but it's a little too late. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I don't know. I just... I was like, oh, I have some time. He's been asking me for a while, so I guess I should do it. I was trying not to cross the line between asking you too much and, like, <laughs> like and you won't stop texting me. <laughs> I was just like, well, I guess maybe I should. Because then uh, Terika did it, and Sade's done it, and Jade's done it, and I was like, I guess I should come. Oh, yeah. you got it. I had to hit everybody from Improv Noir. I guess I had to come. Um, 
But yeah, I wanted you on because you look like someone who has made mistakes. <laughs> <I'm joking. laughs> oh my gosh. Is that that's the no, segue? No, no, oh I'm, joking, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. Yes, I have made plenty of mistakes. This might be one of the mistakes. Wow. Okay. Okay. No, 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 yeah, I've made mistakes. Exactly. We've yeah. all made mistakes. Exactly. Especially people who are, you know, go after what they want or True. you're an actress. You 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 stand up for what you believe in. Yeah. I get that about you. Yes. So of course you made mistakes along the way. Absolutely. All Fair the time. Enough. All right. So welcome to the podcast officially. Thank you. Tell me a little bit about mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about Lauren. That's such a loaded question. It um, is. Let's see. I'm 29. What? Yeah. I thought you were in a 30 club with me. I really did. What? I thought we were both 30. I thought we were the same age. No, no, no. You no, carry no. yourself with no, the I, of, I thought we were the 30. A mature woman. Save him. Thank you. No, no, no. <laughs> Thank you for saving I him. I thought we were the same age because I just turned 30 recently and I thought. No, I turned 30 next year, February. Okay. Yes. Well, we're still going to be 30 at some point together. Yes. See? I mean, at some point. Okay. But I just feel like, you know, I'm still in my 20s. Okay. You know? She's an Aquarius? Yes. See that? That's oh. all I Thank know you. about Zodiacs. Me too. That's, that's the end. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I, that's such a loaded question. I don't, I don't, never, I never know how to answer that question. So, okay. I'm 29. I, um... I'm an actress. I'm a singer. I'm doing this improv thing. One at that. I am. Rich bio. Uh, look at you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, I am a trained classical singer, uh, which is cool. Um, is that like Led Zeppelin. No, that's or like it's classical. Like so I feel like Led Zeppelin's like classic rock. Oh, that's why I, I confuse the two uh, sometimes. Like, so you know, we're like Mozart. Oh, shit, I didn't know they had lyrics to that. (laughs) (laughs) Some of it doesn't. Some of it does. You know, you you hear like the, when they have the car commercials, like the little stuff in the background. The general? Oh, my gosh. No. Okay. I'm over it. I'm over it. (laughs) I'm out of my element. No, it's okay. It's okay. Church choirs, you know, like, you know, oh, like yeah. the hallelujah okay. choruses and things like that, you. you know? I know Mozart really Yeah, well. yeah. <laughs> he's just uh. a small, a small, well, I mean, like, he's Mozart, but yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't, what should I tell you guys? Well, how did you get into acting? Let's just start out with that. And then okay. we'll backtrack, then we'll forward track, and then we'll go all over the place. Sounds good. So I got into acting because my parents um, love the arts and things like that. So my dad used to do theater for fun, like when I was a kid, um, and I think it was like ten. So my dad went to go do this audition for this play, and um, the directors would try to like humor me, and they'd be like, "Oh, you know, you brought your daughter, let's humor her." So they let me read with my dad, and it was just supposed to be for fun. And they go, oh my gosh, she's actually really good. And so I got cast in my first play when I was like 10. And it started ever since. Like oh, it's been What play? It was called The Arkansas Bear. And my father played the bear and I played the fairy. 
um, it was like this little this theater company in Fayetteville. It's um, it's bigger. It's a lot bigger now, but like it was very very small back then. And um, it was funny because like it was supposed to be a kids. It's a kids play, and I was the only child in the play. Everybody oh. else was adults. But yeah. what play is your dream play to be in? Okay, so I got a few of them. Uh-oh. So, um, Ragtime is my absolute favorite. I love the music. Um, I love Sarah from Ragtime. It, like, helps stretch some classical, like, you know, ranges in there. I love the Murder Ballad. It's a Murder Ballad. That's what it's called. And I'm not sure which one I'd want to be in it, but I love that show because it's only four people in the cast. And so everybody in the show has to, one, be strong singers, but also be bomb actors. So, like, it's it's the thing. Um, as far as plays go, like, I mean, we could be here all day just talking about plays. Mine is Fences. I want to be the dad in Fences. <laughs> what? And I want to be the dad in Fences, like... You think I'm supposed to just love you? I ain't got to like you, boy. And just... <laughs> You've been practicing that. <laughs> just be the dad. And just be the dad. Just yeah. be the dad. Just for that one scene, actually. Look, like, they, would... just move, they just bring me in for that one scene. See, I would just only want to be in there so I could do the Viola Snot Bubble. Because oh. that Snot Bubble is, like, Oscar-worthy. And we're just like... <laughs> have you? How do you do that? Is there, like, a trick to it? Have a you... trick? There's so people have so many different tricks to it or whatever, and I just believe in just grabbing, feel that because I, I just want to be present in the moment. Like okay. that's the type of actor that I am. Like, yes, you have method and act, method acting and Meisner and all that. I'm just trying to be present, so I just take a few things. But there are tricks that people have. Like I was on this phone with this one girl, and she was like, "I just think about the worst thing that has ever happened to me," and then I'm just like. And then I know this one girl where she's like, I just stare out into space. And I'm like, I just want to honestly react. So if you piss me off enough, I'm probably going to start crying and have a stop bubble. No, I haven't. I haven't reached the stop bubble level yet. It's like level 20? Yes. Like, I mean, like, because Viola's snot bubble. Oh, it's good. It's a good snot bubble. I think she pulled it out in... And how to get away with murder, too. She pulls it out all the time. I feel like the snot bubble made its first appearance, like, in 2003. Like, that bubble is it's amazing. I don't know. I don't like it as much because she's done it so many times now that I think she's just snotty all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just want to just, like, maybe does her husband have to hand her a handkerchief? Does she pull That's it? a day, honey. That's a day. Just stop. Yeah. yeah. That she pull it out on them all the time, like they're arguing. Because, like, if somebody pulls a snot bubble, like, you have to feel sorry for them and listen. <laughs> you have to. Like, could you imagine? Like, I just wanted you to make up the bed. Snot bubble. Snot. <laughs> <laughs> that would be crazy. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so you got into acting at an early age. Uh, did your parents encourage it? They did, up until I wanted to go to school for it. Oh, and it was like, no, (laughs) why? You're wasting money. Yeah, so that was the argument. And then it was funny. So both of them came to see shows at different times uh, within my freshman year. uh, And that's kind of what made them sign off on the fact that I'm going to school for theater. Because, like, that's that's just not what they, that's not their thing. Um, So my mom had came to see a show that I had got cast in. 
as a freshman, and they don't normally cast freshmen like that. Um, it wasn't an amazing show. Like, it was a slave show. Uh, <laughs> and I was just like, okay, fine. But, you know, I was a kid. So um, my mom came to see it, and she was like, oh, my daughter did such a good job. And so she was on board. My dad, it took him a while. So then he came to a theater showcase that we would have because we'd have, like, workshop theater and stuff like that. So my dad came, and he actually sat next to one of the professors. And, you know, he didn't know it was a professor or whatever. And so the professor was commenting on my acting while my dad was sitting there. And so my dad, you know, heard the comments or whatever, and he was like, oh, that's my kid. My daughter's actually good. (laughs) And then they signed on. Okay. Yeah. I like that parent uh, parent support. Yeah. Okay. Did that like help propel you, or were you gonna do it anyway? Uh, I was gonna do it anyway. Okay. I was gonna do it anyway. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So were you like uh, act like I don't know what actors are like when they're children, like kids. Like were you just going around like just acting different ways? Like you'd walk into the store and be like, oh, and just like fall out or something, <laughs> being dramatic. Um. I would. I was dramatic as a kid. I was. I was. I was kind of extra as a kid, but I don't think I was next level like children actor extra because there are child, child children actors that are a mess, and I wasn't like that. Like I still had my friends who did sports and who danced and who did all that other stuff. Mill Junior is going to be a mess. Wow, oh, mess. Walking around with shades on all the time, and actually, his name might be, not be McNeil now. It might be something like Apple or um, Crayon. Wow! <laughs> Your poor baby. <laughs> Your poor baby. No, Crayola McNeil Jr. Crayola, Crayola McNeil. Oh, oh my God! Why does it kind of have a ring to it? <laughs> it does. It does. Oh. Just walking around thinking this shit don't stink. Just. Are you gonna be like a? Um, a momager, or I guess a dadager, or whomever. You yeah. hear about Macaulay Culkin? What? He said when he was a kid, there was like a, a Hollywood guy, like one of the suits or whatever, uh, had Macaulay brought back to the room, and the little girl who was in the original Poltergeist, she uh, like died early, like okay. mad early. Oh, and yes. he said, Macaulay said, that guy was like, yeah, you know so-and-so, that girl? Uh Macaulay was like, yeah. He was like, yeah, you see these shoes? They're made of her. So Macaulay Culkin's coming out recently and saying that Hollywood used to kill kids. Oh. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I don't want that to happen. Oh, my gosh. I don't know if I believe that. Don't put Crayola in Hollywood, okay? Just community theater at best. Okay. (laughs) Telling you it's real. (laughs) (laughs) I don't trust these artsy types, man. They're all... Laura's not one of them. I'm not one of them. And I will make sure that those that are around me are not like that. Oh, it's never the talent. (laughs) Are you volunteering to to train Crayola in the arts? Uh, With his helicopter father? (laughs) (laughs) I I would train your kid in the arts. But I'm going to need to work with your partner and not you. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be like uh, Lonzo's dad. You're going to have like Big Baller brand, but like. <laughs> McNeil Magic Marketing? I don't know. <laughs> what? You got time. You got time. Oh, oh my gosh. Triple M. Yes. Keep, keep, keep 
keep playing it. Keep, keep working playing on it. it. Yes. Okay, so what is it like being an actress? Like, because there are ups and downs what, that yeah. comes with it. How do you deal with that? Um, uh, I think with, uh, I think as long as you are confident in who you are, you know, you kind of deal with it. Although there are those moments where it's just like, man, don't nobody want me? Am I good? Where you question it because... Uh, when you're auditioning and like looking for work, you're putting yourself out there, you know, and sometimes you're not getting cast just because they don't, they're not looking for you. They're not looking for somebody who looks like you. So, um, I, I've been told, like one time I got told that I was too pretty. I got told I was too ugly. I got told that like, you know, I'm too tall, like all kinds of stuff. I'm too short. So it's like, those type of ones, I'm okay when I get turned down for those things. Because it's like, you know, I'm confident in who I am, so I can't change that per se. But, like, yeah, you have those moments. And to just surround yourself with good people. Like, my friend circle that are not in the arts, they are super supportive. Like, one of my friends, when I call her, and I'm like, oh, I booked this. And she's like, we already knew you was going to get it, so just tell me something I don't know. Like, that's just who she is. It's very good. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to supportive friends. Right, yes. Uh, I, a, I bet she's an avid listener of the Humor and Mistakes show. She will. <laughs> she will become one. <laughs> she <it>. will. <laughs> Shout out to Lauren's friend. Uh, please let it go that I got her name that was... Yes. In an email. Let, make sure because it was it wasn't in that email. Look, I want to look at my email now. I promise you, it says Lauren Forrester. Oh my god! Yeah, we'll make sure. You got an actress's name. I can see Lauren Foster on like posters. <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh yeah. Thank you very much. That's so sweet. Justin McNeil. Uh, like indie flick. <laughs> I'm okay with indie flicks. Like I would be in Sharknado. I've been watching a lot of good indie flicks. Like really, what's a good one? Uh, As above, so below. It's a horror movie. Super I scary. Horror. Oh. I don't watch horror. I like comedies and horror. I can't really do action. You know? Really? Yeah. I do sea level movies. Just sitting there in Sharknado. They're proud. fun. They're so bad. They're fun. Like. Mm. I can do a bad movie and have a good time watching a bad movie. I just can't do horror. Last night I watched uh, Denzel and John Travolta, The Taking of Pelham 1, 2, 3. (laughs) That movie is so bad. (laughs) What? Oh my goodness. Okay, I just want to make sure that you are aware. I just opened up my email. And first of all, it says Lauren Foster Lee. I opened up the bio. It doesn't even have a name at the top. It says Lauren Study. I'll show you what I see. At the University of North Carolina in Greensboro. Hold on. And then it says Lauren is classically changed. Lauren's recent. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, we got the computer out. What are you looking at? I highlighted it. Lauren Foster? There's no Lee anywhere. Fo- but you didn't, that's not even the problem. Oh, you said the Forrester. Forrester. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, well, uh, okay, guys, can we talk about this? You probably don't understand what's going on in the uh, soap opera community. Um, Victor died recently. Do you know who the Victor fuck? is? He's just going to blame this on some emotional trauma. <laughs> What's you, soap did, you, did you grow up watching soap operas with your grandparents? I did Passions. Oh, so we were CBS. Oh, okay. And one of the you know one of the OGs died recently. 
What? And his name is Forrester. Bridge Forrester. Oh, no, um, yeah, Victor Forrester, my bad. Okay. Uh, All right. Well, you got to get his name right. If uh, but right? Yeah. Especially if he's your my excuse. Grandma, my name was messed up. My grandma called me this week upset. And oh, he's an OG. Grandma. And he died recently. Oh. Yeah. Uh, he died in the show, not in real life. All right. Well, I'm out of this <laughs> okay. First of all, you don't understand the OG. I can tell y'all so much about the soap opera because I check in every few months Which to see what's it? happened. Well, yeah. What's the name? Huh? What's the name of the soap opera? Uh, the Bold and Beautiful. The Bold and the Beautiful. Yeah. I yeah. Remember that one? The Bold and Beautiful comes on at one thirties Monday through Friday. See, I don't understand how a new person could get into the show because it's been going on for like how long? Thirty seasons? How many? Uh, seasons? Longer than that. Right. So it's like, how do you jump in and just watch it? Don't you need the backstory? Well, I know a lot of the backstories. I've been watching it for twenty some years. He goes on the the fandom dot wiki. Mm-hmm. So I check in, <laughs> see what you got his old fan fiction. We're not. What? That's not. We're not going. We're not going. It is a tragedy. In the in the soap opera community, right? All right. Um, we're thinking he might have faked his death. What else? Did he die in real life, or is it just in the, in the show? show? But we're thinking he might have faked his death because Victor. So the is actor is dead. alive. Oh, it's Victor? just the character. Yeah. All right. <laughs> He's an OG. He was old when I was a kid. We gonna just bless Jesus on that. Thank one. you. Thank, can okay. we say a prayer for Victor? Um. No. 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 He cannot. <laughs> um. Victor. I know that you've killed yourself and come back alive twice at this point. Uh, you ran over your own son with the car. Amen. Found out that you had twins. Mm. Mm. And uh, you tried to murder your wife, but it was because you loved her. Mm-hmm. Um, your son has faked his death twice at this point. Um, you own a billion-dollar company. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesus. We, we pray for your safe return. <laughs> Fictional. Oh, your fictional safe return, but yeah. actor. Shout out to you, sir. Whoever yeah. your name, whatever your name is. Really you need, if he's been around this long in the game, I'm thinking that the actor has faked it. Like that, he's faked his death. He's coming back. I think so too. The thing is, he's so old now that they only give him like three word sentences to say. <laughs> how, <laughs> how old is he? Uh, let me look it up real quick. Trying to think what was on in my house. I think my mom watched All My Children. All My Children? Yeah. I remember that one. Seemed my like mom wasn't a huge soap opera person. And in fact, neither was my grandmother. I had a babysitter who was a huge soap opera person, and that's how I knew. Oh, he's 78. He's not that old. That's not, not that, that old. Not that old. Yeah. Okay. Since Lee Tyson out here doing things at 90, what? Something. Fair enough. So let's talk about some of the mistakes that you've made along the way. We'll just jump right in it. Do you think the people know who you are? How would you describe your personality before we jump into your mistakes? Uh, I think that I'm a pretty chill person. Okay. I think I'm friendly. I'm very, I, I'm very friendly, but I do think that a lot of people think that I'm extroverted, and I'm not. I have to prepare myself to be around people. You're like an extrovert introvert? Yes. Okay. I think I have fun around people. I enjoy people. I'm just... Then you have to go back to your yeah. dark room. Not my dark room. Okay. Like, it's bright and sunny and real pretty and real fluffy because that's just who I am. You got a lot of candles? Yes. Love candles. I have a friend who makes candles, so of course I have lots of candles. Hook a brother up. 
I could. I could. I really yeah. like candles. What right? scent would you give McNeil? So she makes specialty candles. Um, you can look her up online, like Pika Candle. Um, so she makes candles um, that look like martinis and beer bottle, like beer and all that cool stuff. And they smell really good, too. And she makes soaps. She's, like, pretty amazing. We now love her brand. The I humor show mis- you guys some stuff. <laughs> we stand behind uh, this brand of candles that makes yeah. beer bottle candles. We stand behind her. Yeah, they're good. Um, all right, so the people get the people know you now. You yeah. are friendly, you're bubbly, but you're not an extrovert. Not an extrovert. What gets? What cooks your goose? What makes you angry? I get angry when people aren't listened to. So I think that if somebody has voiced a concern or something, and if we don't listen to that person, I feel like that we're just being completely disrespectful. So I believe in giving space and time for people. You care about the little share their stuff. Little guy. Little I do. I really do. Well, let's say it's you. You voice your concern. We'll say twice at this point. Uh-huh. When does it when does it go left? And you <laughs> So it depends on it depends on the arena that I'm in. Okay. So if I'm at work, then I'll probably hit him with a hey, per my last email. Oh, you're a per your last we email. We discuss this. Perhaps, like, please let me know, like, when there is a time that we can actually sit and discuss this and come up with a working oh, arrangement. Oh, me and you would not get along at work. Oh, we probably wouldn't. We would not get it. <laughs> <We> I. <probably laughs> did you read it? I am not a fan of per your last email because you take time to write that. Just type out what you were going to say. No, no, no. I don't need to type out what I just said because I've already said it twice or three times. And I'm very quick to attach my previous email per the attachment. Review the attachment. uh, Then I I usually reply with thank you for attaching it because I didn't read your last email. See, yeah, I am petty when it comes to work. Because uh, now, once I realize somebody's a per your last email person, I try to make them use that sentence as often as possible by asking them a question. See, then I'm equally as petty because then I will present it and I will say, look, you have me working with such and such. I attempt to meet with them and to make sure that you we go to the manager? Valuable. You're a manager go to her? I do after a while. Not right away. Not right away. Oh, we would have. But been. if we can't resolve <laughs> the issue, I will give you space and opportunity to resolve the issue with me. But if we can't resolve it, then I would be like, you know what? I'm at my wits. Most of the time that doesn't happen. But I have had that happen before. You know who you look like to me? Ooh. You look like you got on color of rainbow hair a 69 tattooed on your forehead <laughs> <laughs> you, you going to no. the manager correcting no. you on last names and shit <laughs> <laughs> no no I will that doesn't normally happen okay. I did I, there was one time though that for like I had a I had a boss but uh, he did some stuff that was just real like HR violations like it was just not good so we had a meeting, and I said, I want you to know that this meeting is between you and I, and I want us to resolve this, because if we don't, I'm not going to go to your boss. I'm going to go to Human Resources. <laughs> like, oh, man. Wow. But that's only, those are all, those are extreme, the extreme cases. Extreme cases. Most of the time, I don't have to go that far. Okay. Most of the time, I have to say, hey, look, guys, for my last email, this is what I stated. 
Let me know if you have any additional questions. And it's resolved. Yeah. You got anybody fired? No, never. Oh, okay. I'm not that person. See, I'm a, it's between, it's between our level. I don't ever go up. It's between us. See, like, the nope. roles. <laughs> Wait at somebody's car after work. <laughs> the roles that I've had at work has been, have been leadership roles. Okay. So most of the time, like, I shouldn't have to, like, I don't really, like, prior, well, if, prior to the position that I have right now, like, this recent promotion, like, I had people who were underneath me. So, I really shouldn't have to say, I really wouldn't have to say that per my last email, you should be reading it. Okay. So, if not, then this is something that we can resolve. And most of the time, I don't have to, like, I didn't have to, you know? All right, let's, we're going to, we're going to act this out. All right, oh real my quick. gosh. All right, uh, Lauren, I just saw per your last email. So let's say if I had a manager like you, I just saw you per your last email. You're having to use that a lot. So um, it seems like you're the issue because no one's <laughs> reading your emails. <laughs> so, <laughs> so here's the thing. When you were required to read my emails, because like in that other position... They were required. I was telling them what they needed to do. They they were required to read my emails, and in fact, when they had questions, they then in turn had to come back to me. And if I had already answered these questions, now it's one thing to be like, "Hey, Lauren, you know, I was reading this, and uh, I just need some clarification. This doesn't make sense to me. That is fine. But to come up and like, especially if it was something that we had emailed about as well as talked about in person." And you were still doing this because like, I have all the patients in the world. But there comes a time where it's like, use your tools before you come and bother me. Uh, it seems like our whole staff is auditory learners and you keep sending us emails. <laughs> so let's have a meeting and make sure that if you are an auditory learner, let's have a meeting. Be present. Don't be on your phone. And let's discuss. Fair enough. See, we just resolved. All right, I'm back on your side now. Thank you. I thought you were. I thought you were didn't have any wiggle room. No. Okay. Oh my gosh, no. Okay. Look extreme. I'm, uh, we're cool again. We're cool again. Oh my god. I almost slammed my laptop down. There's just, been so much beef in this uh, room. A lot. Okay, so let's talk about mistakes that you've made along the way, and um, because I think it's very useful, right? Right. Uh, you can help some actress who's like 21 right now come up. True. Yeah. You know, I didn't think about, like, my theater mistakes. I had, like, other mistakes. Well, we'll just talk about a lot until we run out of time. Oh, my lord. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, let's just talk about the mistake you came with. Okay. So, I just want y'all to know that I had a moment of freak out after I saw the email, and I was like, oh, my gosh, what are my mistakes? Mistakes that I actually want to share with people. And I called my sister, and I called some of my friends. I was like, y'all, y'all know my life. What are my mistakes? So that's how I came up with them. Uh, so I have two. I guess I can share. I'll share, like, I'll share the first one. Okay. It's a long time. It was, like, high school. Okay. okay. That's cool. Cool. All right. So my senior year of high school, like, I had this guy that I was supposed to go to prom with, and he and I were friends. And um, he was just very, he was he was cool, like we were cool, like you know, he was like a little awkward, but cool, you know? And he played for um, our rival basketball team. What? Yeah, but we worked together, because like, you know, I worked at Wendy's in high school. Okay. So we worked together. 
Um, and like we were cool. So we we're gonna go to prom together and he like played basketball, of course, with other guys in the area. So I came back to school like the weekend, the week after we decided we were gonna go to prom and he wasn't gonna go to his prom, but he was gonna come to mine. I was like, okay, cool. So came back and uh, one of the guys on the basketball team was like, Lauren, I heard you're going to prom with such and such. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I am. I'm going to prom with him. And he goes, mm, well, I heard you was dating. And y'all not supposed to date. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, y'all are so stupid with this high school basketball rival and who dates who, whatever, right? So um, I was like, okay, fine. We're still, we're just going to go to prom. It's going to be fine. I don't care what you guys say because that's stupid. So then he had to come meet my dad. And when he came to meet my dad, he was just socially awkward. Looking back on it, I think he was just probably nervous, but it was just real awkward. Came into the house, and of course, it's the early 2000s, so like your hats and everything like that are the style. He was like, know. hey, Mr. Forrester. <laughs> <laughs> and my dad said, uh, you got the wrong house, sir. Wrong okay. house. <laughs> okay. okay. Okay, guys. <laughs> I was going to try to cut that part out. and <laughs> I was going to edit it out. It was going to look smooth the entire time. Yeah. We're just going to keep. It's, it's there. It's there it's now. People are going to come on the show, Andrew, because they're going to think I'm unprofessional. <laughs> your, bio, your bio will be sitting right in his face, and he's going to mess up your life. <laughs> no, but so like, he came into the house, you know, sat down. And so, I don't know about, like, y'all, but my dad, and I think... Probably every other black family I know. When you come to somebody's house, if you have a hat on, you take off your hat, right? Is that- I didn't know that. No? I don't have a dad to reference, though, so. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so, like, that's my dad saying, you come in the house, you take off your hat. So my dad, he looks a lot more intimidating than he actually is. He's actually the nicest person ever. My mom is the scary one. So... My dad's talking to him, trying to make him feel comfortable. And then after a while, my dad's like, he's not taking off his hat. So he goes, uh, hey, you know, it's always polite when you come into somebody's house to take off your hat. But he wasn't picking up on the social cue. And then so my dad was like, yeah, you know, whenever you go into a building, you know, it's just respectful to take off your hat. And I'm sitting on the stairs, like, just watching this interaction. And he still doesn't get it. And, like, there's this awkward silence. He just doesn't get it at all. So then my dad finally goes, take off your hat, son. And he's like, oh, okay, okay. (laughs) He takes off his hat. Um, And then so, like, the rest of the whole interaction was just really, really awkward. So fast forward, like, a week, I was talking to my friends, and I was like, yeah, I don't really want to go to prom with him anymore because this is just really awkward. He wears hats inside. Like, how can you... (laughs) What if he doesn't take off his hat inside prom? No! It was just like, he wasn't picking up on these things. Like, I don't don't want to do this. I don't don't know how I feel about it. And my friends were like, no, you know, prom is so close. You can't do it. You know, just go to prom with him. So I was like, okay, cool. But maybe, I think it was a few, like a week before prom, I got a text message from him and he was like, you can't be talking to these other guys while we're together. And I was like, huh? Wait a minute, what? So I called him and I was like, what are you talking about? He was like, I mean, you're my girl. I just told everybody that we're together. So you can't be doing that. I was like, 
whatever. So then I was like, okay, this is it. I'm not going to prom with him. So I asked my dad. I was like, hey, dad, can you tell him that you don't want me going to prom with him? And my dad's like, I'm not getting involved with that. Like, you know, if you're not going to prom with him, don't go to prom with him. You got enough time. It's a week. He can get a ticket to go to his prom and figure out the rest of whatever's happening. So I'm like, okay, cool. I waited probably until the Tuesday before prom. And I texted him and I was like, I'm not going to prom with you. And (laughs) I ended up going to prom with one of my friends. And we had a great time. So then fast forward, we get to college and he shows up in college at my school and he was in the dorm, the dorm like next to mine. And I was friends with his roommate. And I yeah, it was just really, really awkward. So then the roommate and I had class together because he was an actor, so we had class. And he goes, Lauren, I heard about you. And I was like, what do you mean you heard about me? He's like, I heard you were a B. And I was like, like, what? Like, I don't want to curse on your thing. <laughs> yeah, no, but he was like, no, Lauren, I heard that you were a bitch. And I was like, me? No, never. And then so the whole story came out about, like, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so the whole thing came out about, like, his side. Can we do Oh, you want me to bleep something out? Oh, yeah. yeah. What's your last name again? <laughs> What's your last name? <laughs> oh, my shit. Uh, we'll <laughs> oh, oh, ah, oh. Andrew, oh. stop saying oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we'll stop, we'll stop. <laughs> oh my gosh, no, but like, <laughs> he told me his side of the story, and his side of the story, I sounded like a horrible villain, and I was just like, oh my god, I can't believe I did that to this guy. Like, he ended up not going to a senior prom, he didn't have a day, and he spent the night, like, just hanging out with his parents, and his parents tried to make him have a good night, and I was like, oh my gosh, I felt so bad. They were giving, they were sitting there, everyone was kind of sad, they were trying to cheer him up, having him try on different hats. <laughs> well, what about this one? Oh, he probably gosh. never wears a hat again. Right. He's traumatized. Yeah, but, like, I just felt so bad about it, and I was like, oh my gosh, that, like, I should have never done that, like, and then, now, I'm probably the one who lost, because he plays basketball overseas, so, oh. like, Could have been a basketball <laughs> wife. Right? No, probably not, because that was high school, but still. Uh, I didn't say all of that, but... Hey, he's making a living for me. Hey, there you go. Yeah. But I feel really bad. And I don't know. I just kind of learned that, hey, if you're going to not go something, if you're not going to do something with somebody, let them know right away. And then perhaps allow a little bit of grace. Because looking back on it, he was just nervous. Was this, what kind of hat was it? Was it like a cowboy hat? You know, I don't remember. I think it was, it was like what I'm No, I think we called them like basketball hats back it's then. Like a, you know, like the. They fit it? It, it was a fitted. Yeah, it was yeah. a fitted. It wasn't a baseball cap, but it was like a, a fitted hat. It went with this outfit. It was cool. Like, I mean, that's what we were wearing. I think that's day. human to try to delay bad news for as long as possible. I right. have that problem. Yeah. Like, I'm like, ah, I'll try to work out the best time in their life to tell them. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like, this isn't going to work, you know. But you're already texting me about what we're wearing and stuff. Oh, <laughs> like, savage. It was really he bought, Did he get a tux? He did. Like, that's what I'm saying. It was really, really close. Oh. Like, 
Like, it was that week. I told him the week of. Oh, I hope after basketball he becomes a rapper. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, you're going to be dissing some song. Oh, somewhere. my gosh. <laughs> no. They doubted me. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren Forrester doubted me. Oh, God. No. Yeah. Because, like, but I didn't even think about it. Like, when I saw him, I was like, oh, this is just awkward, you know? But then... When he told me his side of the story, I was like, oh, my gosh, that's not me. (laughs) So is your suggestion to always put yourself in someone else's shoes? Or hat. (laughs) (laughs) I would say that it's not that you – well, I do think that you should always, like, empathize and try to put yourself in someone's shoes. But if you have – if you've decided that something just is not going to work out for you, we just need to let people know right away. Because I knew, like, three weeks before. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So, you know. I just watched uh, one of those motivational type videos the other day about companies not firing people quick enough, people not breaking up with spouses quick enough. Because right. they always hesitate. Yeah, definitely. But you got to rip that Band-Aid off. It's the thing. And I know, I think sometimes we feel bad because we don't know how people are going to react to those things. And the reaction is never going to be good. So you delaying it is not going to make it better. You waiting till after their birthday is not going to make it better because you just ruined the start of their birthday year. You know, it's never a good time to give someone bad news. You just have to give it right away. I have a friend. I'm not going to call her name out. She listens. But uh, she just got engaged. But she always breaks up with the dude like six months in to see how they react to breakups to see if they're crazy or not. Just to, and then she tells them afterwards. No way. Yeah, because she just wants to see if they're crazy. I know. Yeah, you're talking about. this thing like because I believe in like purposefully dating you know so I will date and be like okay we've been dating for six months if I don't really see a future with you this is over like I don't care how well this is going this is over oh okay so like I you put them in the hot seat mm-hmm. I don't get that the whole breakup as a test thing uh, it worked for her she got a pretty good dude if it worked for her she got a good guy hey she's, she's encountered some crazy ones when she broke up with them but I feel like that's kind of inviting. True. Well, you're breaking somebody's heart. Right. And people do fucking crazy things when they're hurt. Yeah, like, because you're, you're not in your mental, you're not in your right mental state. Like Exactly, but don't you think throughout a marriage that you're going to be hurt at some point? You're True, t- but it's different. It's because you are hurt at some point in relation. Like, I mean, I've never been married, but I've had long-term relationships. It's like, you're going to get hurt, but... You're getting hurt and still working through your issues because you've decided to be with one another, you know? Not like, you hurt me. Let's break up. You know, I, I didn't I didn't do this method. I was just told that that's what... I mean, if it works for her, that's yeah. amazing. She might write a book on it one day. <laughs> just, I feel like we can't do that. Break up to make up. Break up to make up. <laughs> Guys can't do that. Very true. Well, it depends. It's, it's the classic... Oh, I can't say that word. Never mind. Oh, I almost said a song. But sometimes when a woman's fed up, there's nothing you can do about it. Oh, no. We, oh, 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 gosh. I'm that man. Uh, no, no, he is bad. He's terrible. He's terrible. Yes. This is the first thought that comes to my mind because that is true. When they, it's when you're fed up. I don't that good music. 
Yeah. That was actually true. <laughs> it's a very true. Once they're done, they're done. What? Yeah. What? I have tried several times. I was like, let me just get one more chance. I got 100 chances before. Once that line is crossed. I think it's because sometimes y'all wait too late, you know? Like, or I shouldn't say y'all. That's not nice. I think sometimes people wait too late, you know? Like, you can't end a relationship, wait a whole year, and be like, baby, I miss you. Because I'm going to be like, uh, goodbye. It's too long. It's too long. It's too long. Like, because then I would start thinking, okay, this is how you left. And now you're back after a year. Does this mean that I'm going to be pregnant with some children and you're going to leave and then be, they'll wait a whole nother two years and be like, I'm sorry, I'm ready to be a daddy. You know, like, oh, right, very, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it's very true. I mean, they won't even remember that I was going to two. So I'm just saying. <laughs> I once broke up during sex. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, with that mistake that you made, how do you think it shaped your life? It, like, well, I'm a, like it made me always very honest, but honest with like a little bit of grace, like with a little bit of sugar, you know, deliver okay. the truth with a little bit of sugar, not like dilute it, but just share my truth in a way that is receptive. Okay, because, like that just helps. Else. You know, not like, oh, let's break up, but let's still be friends because that's not really truthful. If we don't want to be friends, then I'm not going to like try to say let's be friends. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I respect that. Why even lie to each other? Like, Yeah, don't lie. Because I've always presented it like this, right? This may sound bad, but I've always presented it like this. Do you really think my future wife is going to be cool with me being friends with someone I, with, I was so close with? Like... I mean, just looking in the future, like, are we going to be hanging out all the time? Like, what is friendship if we're trying to be friends after this? <laughs> that is kind of rude, but it is honest. It's honest. But I feel like, see, it, and I think that you could take a lesson in stating that <laughs> with a little bit of sugar. Just a little bit of honey. A little bit of just, uh, just a little bit of honey. Well, am I wrong, though? Like, if you, you're dating some dude, y'all going to get married. He has a girl that he was with for four or five years. They're be- Like, they're best friends. Are you going to be cool with that? Like, no. Actually, my ex was cool with one of his girlfriends, one of his ex girlfriends, and at first, and I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. And um, I think, yeah, because there was like, like they were cool, and I think the thing was with them is that, like, they were going to get married, and then they did not, and so I was like. This is gonna have to stop. So I let it go for like a little bit, but after a while, I was like, "That, that's, 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 like, you know, I, because I feel like friends are important. So I don't think like, you know, as as a girlfriend, I'm not a girlfriend that's like, you can't be friends with such and such, and you can't be friends with that person because like, your friends are your friends. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But that's just a little different. So I was like, you know, y'all communicate a little too much. Turn off that communication. Like, you know, just, just. Dial it back a little bit, you know. Yeah, well, I, I just look at it from, I don't really have a problem with it, but I've always encountered that other people had a problem with it, so I just don't invite the tension, because why would I put tension on something new with something right. from the past? Well, I think it's like, if it's clear that y'all, well, one, I feel like it depends on the nature of the breakup, it depends on how serious the relationship was, and like... Are you guys actually friends? Like, did you guys be like, you know what? 
yes, we had this bout, but we're better as friends. Yeah. Because there are those couples that are like that. Oh, yeah. Like, you cross the line, you're like, what are we doing? Let's just go back to going to McDonald's and chilling. Right. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But then there are some that are not like that, where, like, they're like, oh, let's just be friends. But... They don't want to be friends. Exactly. Because it's like, if you don't want to be friends, like, because sometimes they don't want to be friends because they want to be together or they don't want to be friends and they just don't want to be in each other's lives again. So it's like, if it's the, I don't want to be friends, but like, I want us to be together thing, you're just unhealthy. So now you just got to go. You got to bounce. <laughs> right. And then it's like, if we don't want to ever see each other again, let's just have this breakup be what it be. You want a great closure, great closure, and then just go on about your merry way. I respect closure. Other mistakes, because you say you had two for me. Oh my gosh! Okay, so please don't judge me. We don't judge here. We just make fun of and laugh. That's okay. Cool, because I laugh at it too. Um, All right, awesome. So I oh wow, I don't know. Gosh, it was a long time ago. It was like twenty one. I got into a fight with my best friend and the the (laughs) cops. And the colleague, like, I should not have fought her, but I did. Like, it was just bad. We talking like fist fight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we gotta hear about it. (laughs) So, like, here's the thing. What happened was, okay, since 21, I think I was 21. She, I think she's a year older than me. I was 21. She's 22. Um, and like, uh. So I was dating this guy. This was in college. I was dating this guy. And like, and it's so bad because it, our fight was not about him. I just want to mm-hmm. make that clear. Like, I don't fight over men. Um, but so I was dating this guy and we had some really traumatic stuff happen. And I think we were just too young to know how to deal with that kind of stuff. So our relationship ended. Um, and my friends had certain expectations about what should happen when things like this happen. And because we were young, know how to deal with it like he didn't really deal with it in the manner that they thought that he should right so we're playing court here well, well yeah this is a lot of vague terms yeah that's a lot of vague because yeah, we're trying to be nice okay like, what do you mean what do you mean so like you know my friend's like oh yeah you know he should be there he should do all of this for you and blah 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 you know things like that right after and y'all broke up yeah, because okay. well, because we broke up due to like a real traumatic thing that had okay. happened. So my friends was like, "Oh, he should be there for you, and he should do this, and he should do that." But in retrospect, we're two twenty-one-year-olds that don't really know how to handle what just happened. You know what I'm saying? So like, um, whatever. That's what was going on. So um, my friends, in defense of me, like they would go and whenever people would talk about this guy, they like, oh him he's horrible like don't y'all don't talk to him and blah 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 like this is what they would spread around campus and UNCG is not like the it's not like Chapel Hill it's like 17,000 people but the campus is so close that you know it's very easy to know the people that you see on a, on a, on a normal basis especially like those that are undergrad um and then I was a part of like SGA and all that kind of stuff so I was really involved in campus like I'm, I wasn't like crazy popular but I knew a lot of people and a lot of people knew me um so they would t- they would share what had happened and be like yo and that's why he's a horrible person 
And, like, it would come back to me that they were sharing this. And so I got really upset with them. And it was two of them. And I got really upset with them. So we had this conversation. I was like, y'all, look, I understand you're trying to defend me and everything like that. But every time we talk about it, people keep coming up to me and talking to me about something that I don't want them to know about, you know? And so... My one friend was like, oh, I didn't even think about it like that. That makes so much sense. I'm just going to stop talking about it. And my other friend was like, no, because people just need to know. And I was like, girl, you better stop. Like, just don't do it. So then, like, our friendship started to fall out because she felt like what she was doing was the right thing. And I was like, no, it's not the right thing. But so, like, there was that summer we didn't talk to each other. And we all were supposed to move in and rent a house together Mm. on campus. And I, at the last minute, I was like, I'm not moving in with y'all. Like, you waited till the last minute. I did. Was this I before did. or after mistake one? This was after mistake one, but I was just heated, okay? Okay. And so I was like, I'm not moving in. And the other, my other friend was like, oh, no, you really should. I'm talking to her. I'm trying to remind her that, like, she just shouldn't do it. Like, we should just stop talking about it. I was like, yeah. So then... Her and I, well, what, no, it was the last show because I went to do something in the department for theater or whatever. So I was doing something there, and this girl, and her and I are cool, but we weren't close. And she came up to me, and she was like, oh, my gosh, Lauren, I heard about what happened, and I just want to talk to you about it, and blah, blah, blah. And I was just like... Theater kids. Right? <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. I'm like, oh, well, how do you know? Oh, well, such and such told me. And I was like, really? So at this point, I'm pissed. And I called her, and I was like, did you say this? And she goes, yes, I did. You should be happy. And then so she proceeds to, like, try to curse me all over the phone. So at this point, I was heated. And I was like, you know what? Don't you have your own life? (laughs) Right. (laughs) So I was heated. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to walk over to the house. So I walked over to her house. And, like, we had, when I said that I was so pissed, like, I was like, I'm not living on that side of campus. I'm going to live on the complete other side of campus. So we're, like, we're just, we should not see each other. Of course, we were going to see each other in the same apartment. So I walked all the way over to her house. And I, she was still, yap, yap. I said, come outside. <laughs> she was, oh, I was Called so her out bad. to the front yard. Oh, wow. <laughs> So I was like, come outside. And she was like, you're crazy. I said, come outside then and let's talk about how crazy we are. And then she, you know, she came outside and, you know, we're like yelling at each other. My other friend's like, y'all need to stop. Don't do this, whatever. And I was like, look, here's the thing. If you keep talking about this. Oh, the hands are clapping. The hands are clapping. Like, if you keep talking about this, I I said, uh, I'm not going to say what I actually said because it was really bad. And, like, I would never do that. I was like, but I will, like, we'll just say I said, I will F you up. But that's not what I said. Um, um, and <laughs> she was like, what, Lauren? Fuck you. And so I just, I punched her in the face. And, like, it was just on from there. From, from there, one of my friends, like, pulled me off of her. Oh, you got the W. Huh? Did you get the W? I did. The police were called, like, it was just bad. They came out there. And I will say, like, Greensboro police, like, they were, like, really cool. It was so bad. But they came out there, and they were like, what happened? So we shared the whole thing. And the police officer was like, well, look, I understand, but you can't fight people when they don't listen. And I was like, I know. And he was like, look, y'all are friends. This will blow over. Y'all just need to stay away from each other for right now. <laughs> Go home. Y- 
y'all just stay away. And I'm like, whatever. And I was just like, I don't like you know, like don't tell, don't come near me, like don't look at me. Like it was, I was a, I was not bad, but I was just really, I was really upset. It takes a lot for me to get like upset, but I was upset. And uh, so we stopped being friends for like years. But I always felt bad because she was so, her and I were so close. Are you friends now? Yeah, we are now. Can we get her on the phone? No. (laughs) (laughs) We don't even talk about it. Like, every once in a while, we'll laugh about it. We don't even talk about it. But, like, I, when I say that I felt so bad, I felt so, so bad because, like, she meant a lot. She meant a lot to me. So, like, for a good three or four years, like, we just didn't talk. And then I was like, you know what? I think it was like 2015. And I said, I'm going to apologize to her because it doesn't matter how much I thought that I was right. It didn't matter. The fact was, she was my friend. And then two, like, we should never be <laughs> fighting people. Like, like who are Like, what is that? And I'm not that type of person. So, like, I sent her this long message on Facebook, like, just apologizing and telling her how much I missed her. And I was like, she's probably not even going to respond. And so she's probably going to respond and be like, yo, F you, which it would be fine because I kind of deserve that. But she didn't. Like, she sent me this beautiful message, and she was like, I miss you, and I can't believe we let this happen and all that kind of stuff. You were right. And it was just we were young. We did not, you know, know how to handle things. So... I definitely learned that, like, hey, sometimes people, especially your friends, sometimes, you know, friends want to protect you. And at the root of it all, she really had my best interests at heart. It was just what she thought was right wasn't really helpful for me, you know? So communication is key. She learned the importance of head movement. <laughs> Bob a week. Bob a week. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But like, I'm going to laugh about it now. So, would you suggest that anyone who has uh, someone out there that they should apologize to, even after it's been years, to just go and send that apology letter? I, I do. Because that happened in what, 2011? And I reached out to her in 2015. I think so too. Because, especially. If it was a friendship that really meant a lot to you all, to each other, then as much as you're thinking about it, they're also probably thinking about it. And I know a lot of us have that verbato where we're just like, I'm not thinking about you. You did this, so whatever. You know, I'm moving on with my life. And I mean, we may be like that, but there's always this part in us (laughs) that is just like... I can't believe this happened. I miss them, you know, like how can I reconcile this? And your friendship may not be the way that it was back then because, you know, everybody's different now. And who's to say that the friendship would have remained the same? But at least you know that there's like no love loss because our friendship isn't the same. But she out here living her best life. You know? Does she flinch when you like move your... <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> no! No! I have not, like. You're like, I want to go to Panera. She's like, I want to go to Chipotle. You're like, (laughs) She's like, all right, Panera. I am not, like. No, like, oh my gosh. I wouldn't even. I probably would lose if I got into a fight nowadays. I don't know. I've always been that friend who's like, if I say I drop it, then I dropped it. Yeah. And we just move on. Well, see, we never said the I dropped it. Cause, and you I dropped agree, her. Because, like, I, I've been there. 
Oh my gosh. So I agree because I'm that type of person too. Like after we've talked about it, then that's a wrap. Like Mm. I'm over it. Like you've apologized, I've apologized. Communication communication is key, like in any type of relationship, you know. So like if we talked about it, we're good. But I think in that instance there was no communication. I was just like, I'm done with you. Like don't come near me. Lauren. Earlier in the podcast, I was very unprofessional. Um, I added an extra syllable to your last name and forgot the most important part of it to me, Lee. Uh So, um, Lauren Foster Lee, I want to officially apologize. And I hope we can drop it from here on out. I I accept your apology. Fight. Accept your apology. It is officially squashed. Squashed. Little mistakers. It's it's over. <laughs> We're cool now. We're good. Uh, we did a metaphorical handshake. Metaphorical. Uh, you know what part this is? If you ever listened to the podcast, if you haven't, then we have a surprise for you. Okay. Okay. Uh, we like for our uh, should I, guests. Should I get the thing now? No, I'm messing around. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, we like for our guests to give a motivational speech. Oh, shit. Yeah. What? Yep. What are we at right now, Andrew? We're uh, just over an hour. Okay. So it's about time for our motivational speech. I want you to act like you're talking to a bunch of middle schoolers or just some people that need a little uplift in their life. Okay. Talking uh, to a basketball team overseas. And they, they're down 10 points at halftime. Um, or you're talking to a girl who is, uh, she's in a boxing match, and she's lost the first three rounds. <laughs> and you're in her corner giving her a little pep talk. Uh, yeah, so we're just going to put about a minute on the clock. What do I have to say? Just something super motivational? Yeah, what just a little would... motivational speech. Like, you're, you've seen, like, Tony Robbins at TED Talk. Oh, Just my walking gosh. out to give a motivational speech. Okay, fine. All right. Where do I go? When do I go? Right now? Is yeah. that it? Oh, I'm sorry. That was it. You're on stage just asking oh. questions. <laughs> okay. Okay, fine, fine. Ladies and gentlemen, people... However you identify, I just want you to know that when you feel like life has given you lemonade, lemons, lemonade, we'll go with lemonade. When life has given you lemonade, some lemonade tastes delicious. Some lemonade tastes like my mama's lemonade. Some lemonade actually tastes like piss. But no matter what happens, you can always sweeten it up. And then you will be able to win, cross that finish line, win that match, and life will be so much better. So you just take it and keep on pushing. Amen. And you marry Jay-Z. Is that is her That's song called Lemonade? lemonade. Oh, oh the you album. about Beyonce? Yeah, you kept referencing Lemonade, so. Oh, I mean, Beyonce's cool. Oh. No, she's very cool. Oh, we might have struck something. Oh, no. <laughs> you know, uh, Beyonce's cool. She's cool. Fair enough. <laughs> she's been quiet lately. Who, Beyonce? Yeah, right? No, I she's heard. got the whole, um, I'm gonna be the Lion King. Last album. thing I saw when I was up to date on her was Austin Powers. 
<laughs> that was before she was the Beyonce that she is now. I know. She was just taking a break from Destiny's Child when she did that. <laughs> Let's be honest. I know Destiny's Child, Beyonce. Because that's yeah, when I was a the kid. Beehive will yeah. kill us, man. I know. We met her. Yeah, we I mean, I love Beyonce. Beyonce. She's great. Really cool. Uh, she acted wonderfully in uh, <coughs> The Lion King. Like, that voice acting. Whew. Majestic. Beautiful, wondrous. Lionesses, get in here. <laughs> Where my lionesses at? <laughs> what? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's the whole thing. I have a, I have like a five minute chunk on Beyonce. Of stand up? Like, stand up. Really? Will the beehive swarm you? I mean, that'd be cool. I just want to say, like, the fact that her fan base is what they are. That is branding right there. That is so, that is a hell of a brand. And you want to know what's funny? Is that, like, I don't think she ever says anything to them. And they just go insane. Yeah. yeah that is, that is being, I mean, it's like uh, Kim Kardashian or whatever. Like, I mean, that is being the most powerful personality in the world. You don't I, even gotta I mean, do shit. Like, she doesn't. I think she doesn't follow anyone on no. Instagram. No, they, because that's the thing, no, nothing negative can be said about her online. Right. Or it's a wrap. They're done. It, and that's, it's insane. A part of me sometimes wishes that she would come out and be like, y'all, calm the fuck down. But I don't think she would. No, that's, because they might swarm her for telling it, them to calm exactly. down. Yeah. Well, Taylor Swift has some crazy ones. Like, they, they got on Michael, Michael J. Fox or something. Uh, because someone said that his son should date Taylor Swift, and he was like, just in passing, it was like an interview. He's like, no, I wouldn't want that. And they were tearing him apart. <laughs> they were like, who are you? Your career is over. What? <laughs> like, yeah. He got attacked by the Taylor I Swift mean, fan bit. But it's like, he's like, I'm not worried about my career. Like, I'm right. done enough to where. I'm done. I'm collecting residuals. <laughs> exactly. How are you going to get on it? Doesn't he have Parkinson's or something? Yeah, something like that. Something. Yeah, yeah, they were like tearing him sick. apart. <laughs> These people are crazy. I would just, I, if I wouldn't want my kid, if I had a kid that was old enough to date Taylor Swift, I wouldn't want my kid dating Taylor Swift. The relate when the relationship ends, my kid is going to be the subject of her album. Do so she want, is about to make bank off of my kid. Do you want me to? Keep I it want real? that. I want the check. I don't want my son to. Date Taylor Swift. I want my son to impregnate Taylor Swift. We are set for life. Amen. Life. Also, isn't she like thirty? She's thirty. So by the time you do, you have a kid. I I'm don't. Sorry, I don't. I don't. I it's do gonna not. be like the Aston Kutcher. Uh, Demi. Demi. Demi Moore. Yeah. It's gonna be like that age range. I'll never never write the song. Because he didn't have kids until he got with. Um, who was he with them? Uh, the 70s show girl. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, they yeah, dated yeah, yeah, yeah. On the, or the, their characters dated on that 70s show, yeah. which was Meg, uh, uh, Mila Kunis. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Which is weird because she, she was young. She was young, but she's closer in age than Demi Lovato. Yeah. Bruce Willis' wife, ex wife. I will help her write the song. My son ain't shit. I'll help her write it. Get <laughs> some checks. But what if your son actually is worth it and she just is crazy? Um, she does sound like a shitty she, girlfriend. She does kind of seem like it. Like, I mean, how do you have all of these? Like, some of these guys seem like they're they're cool guys, but I don't know. So, like, you know, there's a common denominator, is what we're all alluding to. I 
don't know. You know, there's you know, you can you date until you find who you're compatible with. Like it's not the amount. It's just like because I think you date until you find whoever you want to be with. Um, and if you want to be with, do whatever you want to do. Um, <laughs> but because what wasn't you have that many breakup albums? Yeah. It sells like I never. You know, I think she breaks up with people just so she has an album. Like I, 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 I think done, it's a marketing strategy. I have done things in my life for material. Like I bet, I bet she even dates for that shit. Yeah. I bet. I don't know. Too conspiracy nut, but like I bet she'd be like, I wonder. I want to date this Jonas brother or whatever. Have a high profile thing, break up, and then so fans would be like, oh, this album is about the Jonas brother guy. That's how about the whole like Beyonce, Jay Z, the Carter thing, because like she came out with Lemonade. Well, one we didn't. There wasn't really much music, right? Then there was the fight in the elevator. Because I love Solange, so you know, like I'm a huge Solange fan. She had the fight in the elevator, too. right? Then we had like not really too much, right? We come out with Lemonade, and she's like, oh, you know, I ain't sorry, blah blah blah, whatever. Lemonade, this whole thing. Then Jay Z comes out with four four four, like four forty four, and he t- he admits that he cheats, right? Yeah. Then they come out with everything is love, which I love by the way, because Jay Z is one of my favorite rappers, and I'm like, oh my gosh! And then they go on the tour together. Let me tell you. Something. And it's like, yo, they got two babies on the way. Like <laughs> here. Andrew, I'm going to let you know something. As long as the people around me love me, if the whole world thinks I'm crazy, a cheater, I'm stupid, whatever marketing scheme they come up with, as long as I'm like okay with it internally yeah. and my people at home love me. Great. It, I'm not mad at it. Get I your money. I'm not mad at it. I just, I, every time I see it, I'm just like, yo, this is crazy. But, you know, and it probably could have been something real that happened and they just was like, yo, we got to market You got to do this. You got to spin it. I have a code word to a bunch of my friends. If I ever get famous, there's going to be a code that I send out that says, it's going to let them know that the four next four years are about to get crazy. I'm going to get my Kanye <laughs> on. Don't judge me for anything I say over yeah. the next four years. Absolutely. Yeah, I, just, just, I just want you to know that as a bystander, I will definitely judge you. I will give you the code to let you know. I'll hey, send you a message and be like, uh, what I is got happening? My, I got my, my MAGA hat on. <laughs> Everybody judging me. Oh I've collected the checks. Sounding crazy. I can't. As soon as I shut the door to my apartment, hey, mom, how you doing? Yeah, I, I went crazy. It's yeah. like, have you ever seen the episode of The Boondocks? Do you watch The Boondocks? I've watched it, yeah. Okay, so there's this episode of The Boondocks where uh, the kid, where a teacher calls Riley the N-word. <laughs> and so they try to mark <laughs> on it the whole time. And they hire this, like, character that's supposed to be, like, probably making fun of, like, Al Sharpton or whatever. And so it's that character. I think his name was like Reverend Goodlove or something like that. And they had Ann Coulter. And so <laughs> Ann Coulter and this guy were going back and forth with each other. And like, oh no, you know, if the, if they if the teacher called the kid the N word, he deserved it. That type of stuff. And then like in the green room, she was like, Oh Riley, I think it's so horrible that they did that. You know, I'm on your side, but I gotta pay my bills. I mean, that's how... I don't even want to go into my conspiracy theory, but that's how oh I think... It's all money, bro. I think that's how Republicans and Democrats are. They just go shake hands at the end of the day. 100%. We, we just... I would like them to they shake all, hands at the end of the day and work together. Fair enough. Oh, but that, but not on TV, they're not. Oh, no. no. I, I, I don't know. 
honestly, I don't, I don't want to get into politics. Uh, yeah, that's bad. Then, then, people, then, then people get on my nerves. Like, yeah, I just watched the House celebrities where they argued for five minutes about a language. They didn't even get to the whole... Which debate? Uh, they were... Oh, what was it? I know who I want, but I'm not even going to talk about it. Andrew Yang. Yang gang. Yang gang. <laughs> Yang gang. I like him. I do like him. Um, what do you want to leave the people with? What do you got going on? Uh, let's see. What do I have going on? That was not an endorsement, by the way. <laughs> I'm not endorsing <laughs> oh, yeah. anybody. Yeah, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Y'all are chill. Hold on. When I said Yang Gang, I had a little bit of an accent. It was just my country yeah, calm accent. Down before you get fired. I, I just want to make that very clear. When I said Yang Gang, I was like Yang Gang. But I what you say, Yang Gang? Yes, yeah, what they call his people, yeah, Yang. That's what I um, but it may sound like I had an accent, and I did not. Oh if you're gosh. listening to this years from now, I was just saying I am a fan of uh, Andrew Yang's politics. Absolutely. Um, How can we speak monotone? Yeah. For the rest uh, of this time. Yang, gang. Just stop. Just stop while you guys are here. <laughs> They're going to get us in a few years. <laughs> Damn, I wanted to be on SNL. Um, but yeah, what do you want to leave the people with? Um, thanks for having me, guys. I hope I wasn't a mess or boring. <laughs> no, no. Uh, don't, do you have any plays? Any? Uh, so this year has kind of been a year of me. So I really, honestly, I have not gone on many auditions today. I mean, this year, I'll say that like I've been blessed enough that a lot of the things that I've done this year have been invites. Like I went on a few auditions. Like I did. Um, I had auditioned for Carolina Change when I did that show. Um, but for the most part, like, it was just invites because it's been a, a year of me, which is oh. good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do have some stuff coming up. Like, I mean, I have, like, some dinner theater shows coming up. Um, Golden Age performs at Meddlesome's OK All Right on the 2nd and 4th um, Saturdays at 9 p.m. Okay. I think I'm possibly... I'm going to have to come out to one of those shows. Yeah, yeah, you do. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I want to apologize officially for not coming so we can... This uh, apology has <laughs> not been... I'm done with you. Yeah. No thoughts. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yes, no, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to thank you for uh, teaching our little mistakers about... Uh, breaking up early, ending things early, or just cutting the cord early. And uh, not punching your best friend in the face. Oh, my God. Uh, so, yes. let's everybody leave them with a word or a sentence. Uh, Lauren? Can y'all go first, and then I can figure this out? When is this coming out? Uh, this will be coming out two weeks from now. Okay. Oh, follow me on Instagram, at Andrew Gleason, NC. Oh, that's what we're supposed to Oh, uh... <laughs> Follow me on Twitter, and I don't ever post Twitter, actually. Follow me on Instagram on I Keep It McGrill, because that's what I do. Um, yes, you can follow me on Instagram. My Instagram is private, but I'll accept you. It's Lauren Foster <laughs> underscore Lee. Um, <laughs> you bringing it back up? <laughs> that is my Instagram tag. Lauren Foster underscore Lee. <laughs> I'm sorry, do you, Lauren Forrester. We, this, we were throwing this away. Okay, we're I thought away. we threw it away, but you, you you made sure you looked at me as you said it. And the camera's going to see that. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Follow me on Instagram. Um, I 
do my best to update about my shows, but I'm always not that good. But yeah. And uh, subscribe to the podcast. I've never asked you little mistakers to do that, but please do. And thank you for your support so far. Uh, Learn to find humor in your mistakes. We out.